Clap. 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 That works, right? Yeah, we're good. I think we got. I think we're, good. I think we're going. All right, let me play this shit. London-born native, and uh, it's kind of works perfectly for the opening of our C- episode five podcast. Because why, Schnabel? Number five. We are in London. We are in London. Uh, keep it going, baby. You sound like you're from London. Uh, I love this song, man. This song's amazing. When did you uh, When did you first play this song for me? I'm trying to remember. Um. Whoops. Oh, we got off. We got disconnected. Yeah, disconnect. We're good. I think it died. It may have died for the first time. You think it died? It may have. Tyler just got this uh, awesome Bluetooth speaker for free called the UE Boom. Um, so thank you UE Mega Boom for hooking me up with the best Bluetooth speaker I've ever had in my entire life. Um, so the first time I heard Tom Mish, who's the the artist that you were just listening to, um, my friend hooked me up with this great. Uh, playlist. He just sent me a playlist of a bunch of like uh, a bunch of songs that he put together, and it was really out of my element of like what I listen to, kind of. Um, and it was just really. It's called Down Tempo. You can name it Down Tempo, and it's just the dopest. It is the chillest. Ah, I love it. It's it, and it's been our playlist. It's been yeah. like our soundtrack to right. our lives for the past two weeks or something like that. Right. And it's perfect. And so we had planned to play that song for the beginning of this podcast, and then. Lo and behold, he was from London, and so we were just like, "Oh fuck, that's perfect." That's perfect. And um, and that's how I discovered Tom. Is so. is he um or is your friend's playlist down tempo public on Spotify? I don't know. He, I, he just sent it to me. Because if it is, everyone should go listen to it. Cause yeah, wouldn't that be great. funny? My my friend just gets a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> fucking friends. And mm-hmm. Can you can you become friends on Spotify? You, you, you can do? follow. I think you can follow people. I, I, out of nowhere, I started getting. Um, People were commenting on my on, and like sending me messages, and I had no idea how or, or what. And there's no, it's there's a coffee mug under there. Yeah, I'm grabbing a cup to put my phone in, as like to act like a microphone stand. Put your phone in like this. See? And now, oh, I get it. And now I can just That's like smart. I can just do this. So again, again, Tyler Schnabel and I don't have the uh, any professional equipment. We are recording on our phones again, so we're trying to. We're trying to um, be creative with how we do this. He's not putting his phone in a cup. I think our upgrade, uh, the next upgrade for our doing a raw, is going to be some mics we can travel with. I like that. And we can record. I think they have some microphones you can just plug right into your phone. They do. Somebody, Ian was just telling me about that. Ian oh, really? Bowen. So the reason why Schnabel and I are in 
London is because uh, Teen Wolf, the cast of Teen Wolf, um, uh, some living on the show and some dead, were invited to mm-hmm. uh, this this um, great little convention, this fan convention, in Birmingham, uh, England. And Birmingham is, what, an hour and a half outside of London uh, on a train ride. Real open country, real bit wide open country, and just real beautiful. I'd never really seen European country like that before, so it was fun going on the train and, and checking it out. And we were with everybody. We were with, uh, uh, we were with Ian Bowen, J.R. Bourne, Keahu, Kahua Nui, uh, <laughs> Colton Haynes made an appearance. Colton Haynes. Who I haven't seen in a Spray. long time. And, and you, you met him for the first time. Uh, Dylan Sprayberry, Gage Golightly, Jill Wagner, Edie Mays. It was, you know, it was basically a whole fucking cast reunion. Uh, so it was great. I had a lot of fun. It was really nice seeing everybody. The London nightlife has been very gracious to us and very, f- just oh my god, it's been so much. Fun. It's the best nightlife I think I've ever experienced. Same. It's crazy because like London, I, I you know I keep I keep bringing this up when people ask me like how do you like London? How do you like London? And they think it's so cool how everybody kind of congregates in the street after work and they socialize. They they drink beer in the streets. I just think it's so cool. Yeah, you've been really enamored by how many people there are in the streets. There's so many people. And uh, that they drink in the streets. I think it's really cool, too. It's fun. It makes you be social. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I feel a little cool. more social. So we've also made like a lot of good friends here. We've met a lot of cool people. And we've just honestly had just like a really fucking great time. We did a lot of cool touristy things. But also we just saw the nightlife. And, and it's something that I'm, I'm kind of... Um, I've never really, you know me, I don't really like to go right. out to clubs or bars or anything like that. And, right. and I'm slowly coming around and realizing it's <laughs> so much fun, man. It's great. Uh, but the stuff and that we've been... people but, that you're with, though. It, it's true, it that's true, that's true. You and me, we definitely have a lot more fun than I think anybody else, like, that we saw throughout any of those nights, you know? We, Dan, Schnabel and I were the party jumping, jumping on left. beds... Um, and not hotel beds. There was like this club we went to and there was a bed and we were just jumping on it. Nobody else was like dancing and I don't know. We just kind of bring the party wherever we go. It was great, dude. Dancing on the stage. It was a lot of fun. We had a, we had a really good time. So thank you, London, for, um, showing us a really good time. Yeah. And thank you, Daniela. Yeah, Daniela's our, our, like... new, our new friend. She's a, she's a promoter. Um, really, uh... She, just well connected. She, she's twenty two, but she but she's only twenty two. You know? know, she's she's so accomplished at such a young age. Yeah. with with her industry and her career, which I think is very fucking cool. Um, so this episode, I kind of want to dedicate to more of, I like I like that we you and I are so well rounded that we can like dedicate an episode to a certain topic or something. Because like you know, the last couple episodes have kind of been. Uh, revolved around mental health yeah. and awareness and 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 you know means to to either fix it or deal with it you know right. which I love which I love talking about that but I don't want to lose the fact that this podcast is you know I I think we since we're both musicians and both love music yeah. I think it needs to keep its music core totally I think I'm about to watch a pigeon poop out a window look look turn around it was just it was about to it was like perking its butt up. <laughs> Oh, no, Remember that pigeon yesterday away. watching the bad guy with the bagpipes? Yeah, that was great. So, okay, so we've got a lot to talk about. Um, but yeah, this uh, this episode I want to dedicate to music, and there is a band that I've kind of uh, had some conversation back and forth with on Twitter called 3PM, and I love them because um, um, they're, they're the epitome of pop punk. I think they're fucking great. I think they're a great pop punk band. I think they're on Warped Tour right now. 
um, which is so cool because they're like they got to be younger than me. They got to be like either my age or younger than me. Check them out. Huh? Yeah, I'll, I'll and they're from where? They're from Baltimore, Maryland, Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're on they're on Warp Tour right now. Um, we're getting up there. Their their bio. Three PM band. Three. They're called but they're called Three PM. And um, I talked about them on our previous podcast. Yeah, you're there. And this time I actually want to feature them because I think they're so great. Um, and so young. How old are they? Does it say? Let's see. Let me go to the bio. Because they do look young. You know, they look like... We got Brandon, Millman on the that. drums. Uh, Blink-182, Green Day, Newfound Glory, Yellow Card, all of my influences. So this band is literally just me. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be in this band. I know they're going to hear this too. So you, yeah. so dudes, listen up. Let <laughs> me let me play with you. Let me, let me uh, collaborate with you or something. I don't know. I would love to. Um, but uh, so we're going to show you a little bit of 3 p.m., you know, should we read the, let's read this little bio. It says, To create this trio, friends Brandon Millman, drummer, and Scott Montgomery, lead guitarist, turned to social media to find Brennan Stark, lead vocals and bassist. The group recorded their first album, Change of Plans, in early 2013, and simultaneously released their hit single, Perfect For Me. Mid-2014, the group headed back to the studio to record with well-known producer Paul Leave It. And he's they, he he uh, produced all time low since his fail the dangerous summer oh, wow. and I was even saying that they oh, even wow. had a, they had an all time low sound you know that's really cool yeah um, yeah so these guys uh, yeah they got to be in their what like early twenties uh, they have to be or yeah. even or even younger maybe that's so cool yeah, I, these I, guys I, I admire cool. that so much man I think that and they, you know they that's look great, man. are they Mexican they look like they're Mexican they're doing I, it they I look could, like they're Mexican I could totally be in this band. <laughs> They just look ethnic like me. I would they be... would they have to change the name to four PM if they added a, a fourth <laughs> a fourth member? That's pretty fucking funny. Okay, um, so this song I believe that they just released this. Yeah. Um, what is it called again? It's called Overdrive. Overdrive. Yeah, I think this is their new song or their off their new album or something like that. Cool. Um, it's their new single, I think. It's their new single. So um, let's we can give it a listen. And it's really good. So check this out, guys. Um, three PM band. Overdrive. Cross our hearts and hope to find another day that we'll survive. We're still young, but so alive. Cause we're just kids in overdrive. Writing myself to sleep. Promises I can't keep. Mistakes I won't repeat. Gonna kick it. Uh, 3 p.m. Their new hit single, Overdrive. Overdrive. I like them a lot. I think they're really rad. They're rocking, man. Yeah, they're good. They have a really, they they've got a really rock. good. Uh, they sound a lot like All Time Low and just all these bands I grew up with. And they've got a really good ear for that kind of music. And sometimes you can go. Uh, it's just cool because like they they're they're young and they're new 
Um, but they've already got this tight fucking sound. And yeah. sometimes it takes bands, especially in this genre, pop punk, um, to kind of find their sound. And it takes them a couple of like albums to really f- figure their figure their sound out. Did, did Blink, they, are they the founders? They, of- they've got it. They've got it right away, man. They they kick ass. I love them. Did are, is would you say Blink One Eighty Two is like the the father of pop punk? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and Green Day and Blink One Eighty Two, but Blink is more that that's that's absolutely Blink influenced right there. And um, yeah, I think I always think about that. I think Blink is are the forefront the forefront men the forerunners the forerunners 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 the the, the cars the, the Toyota <laughs> the Roadrunners they're the they're the forerunners the Toyota forerunners of pop punk. And how old were you when you when you first uh, heard of Blink One Eighty Two? Oh, dude, I was like seven. Wow. Yeah, they're great. But back then, yeah, it was different. Pop punk was still kind of. I mean, actually, no, that's not true. That was that was when Enema of the State came out, so that was like the epitome of, of pop punk. I know you don't know. <laughs> too I, much. I don't. I really don't know much about pop punk, but you know, it's interesting. It's great, I definitely man. my ear is uh, is definitely has become more tuned to that type of music, and it's I find that I have to be in the right mood to to listen to it. Also, really? yeah. yeah, like as soon as like if we're about to go out and you turn that music on. It amps me up, you know what I mean? Oh, that's good. Yeah. But if it's like if it's like the morning and I'm uh, just and I'm just chilling. This is so funny. I was listening to I've been really into the band The Story so far mm-hmm. over the past like I don't even know how long, months. And it's literally all I listen to and I love it. And like it, they do not get old to me. Everything about them is so so good and they just don't get old. So this morning, it's funny that you're saying that I was shaving listening to them. Oh, you were? Yeah. That's great. So we I just bought, I, can, I can start I my day amped too because you just bought this new awesome London Razor. Yeah, I um Tyler Posey. I speak about myself in the third person now. <laughs> uh, I like to use a straight razor to shave, and that's basically a blade, just one blade that you hold up to your face. And you usually see barbers do that with um, their clients, but uh, I took it on because I had to shave a lot for Teen Wolf. I had to shave every day, and um, I hate shaving. I fucking hate it. And this was fun. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun to shave this way. I just remember my beard comb. Oh, Tyler bought a beard comb. Did you buy the one with the horn? I did not. Cause oh. It was so expensive. Was it really? Yeah, it was like triple the price of this this little baby. But yeah, so I was shaving this morning with a straight razor, listening to listening to the story so far. <laughs> dude, I was so, afraid it, you it would was, like. Oh, dude, it was, it was so hardcore. Slit your throat. It was so. Shave. It was so cool. I felt so punk rock. I'm gonna slit my throat with this comb. And you're careful, man. This, this is throat. a nice comb. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Kent? No, I haven't. Schnabel is literally combing his beard right now. I'm kind of uncomfortable. You're just jealous. No, I'm not anymore. I thought I was. I thought I missed my beard, but I, I'm okay being clean shaven. I just the act of shaving is so much fun. It makes me want to shave all the time. I love using that straight razor. I thought you said you hate shaving. I do, but that's why that's why I bought the straight razor because it's you fun. It fun, right? It's so much fun shaving that way. And the, there's a whole preparation. You use the little brush. You get the brush all over your. You lather like do a little bunch of circles back and yeah, forth with the yeah. brush and. I think it might be There's time for me to shave. I think it's time for this to go. You're joking, but you just bought the comb. You can't fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you can't shave. I that just beard. bought it for the ride home. Just, <laughs> just on, the, to, on the airplane. Yeah, I just can... want to comb my beard in the airplane. Um, also, we wanted to dedicate this episode to talking to fans or answering fan questions for, yeah. uh, via Twitter. Yeah. Um, so I think we can break into that a little bit. Let's do but, it. Uh, but yeah, we got a lot of, you know. Whenever we ask these questions, whenever we ask um, fans to send us questions, we always get uh, either silly, really silly stuff, just like re- like there's one question I want you to read about the bread. The bread. Yeah, I want I want that one. I want I want you to ask me that one. 
but we get we get some really silly questions, but then we also get some really great questions that um, we are excited to answer. It's weird. I favorited. I oh here we go. Yeah, because I favorited all the all the tweets, but for some reason it won't show. It won't show those ones that I favorited. Weird. Oh, here we go. I found them. Well, somebody asked. Somebody all right, here we go. Do the bread one. All right. <laughs> I want the bread one. All right, I'm finding it. Uh, okay, so thanks for all your questions. And this question comes from Liz White at, at the, the Liz White. Liz White. Uh, Rod Podcast, if you were bread, <laughs> what type of bread would you be? I didn't know... <laughs> I didn't know what she meant. I thought she meant like breed, like what type of dog breed at first. But I would definitely be a croissant if I would. If I were to be bread? Wait, so why would you be a croissant? You like croissants or buttery? Oh, man, I love them. And every single day, Tyler. Oh, no. What was that? What was that? It's your phone. Oh, hold on. My, my hotel phone is ringing. It's scaring me. It's weird. Hello? Okay. Okay, no problem. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Ugh, god damn it. Uh, well, that's the second time I've been <laughs> in the last, like, what, two weeks that yep, you I've had it. security call me for neighbors complaining of, quote-unquote, smoke. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? We were talking about bread. Oh, the bread, right, the All croissant. Right. So, and, so, and, then every, and then every morning, Tyler and I have been getting these, oh, these great ham and cheese croissant sandwiches. This is a cafe right, right across from our hotel called Cafe Nero. And they're kind of everywhere yeah. in London. Which they're I like, thought when I first showed up. They're like, like a Starbucks of London. Oh, what's this cool little quaint, you know, mom and pop cafe? <laughs> Turns out to be like Starbucks competitor, like a mm. coffee bean. Oh, well. I no, still, you I thought, still love you, you I thought still it was a mom and pop Nero. shop? I, th- I thought it was kind of like a little mom and pop cafe, indie cafe, but it's great. I still love them. Dude, if I would be bred... Man, dude, I, I may I may pick croissant too, but I don't think croissants croissant can't count as bread. Yeah, why wouldn't it? I thought it was more paste like a pastry, but it, I guess it works. That's totally bread. I like sourdough. Mm, oh man, yeah. Absolutely love sourdough. I just love I love taking <laughs> sourdough, toasting it, and then putting butter on it. Just butter and sourdough. I agree. I I uh, that's all I do too with sourdough. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Next question. <laughs> sure. All right. So, um, here's one. If you had to choose... Oh, this is... Okay, so this this question comes from this girl at TH3LFF. Raw podcast. If you had to choose between losing the sense of hearing or the sight, sense of sight, which would you choose? Well, oh, this man, is an easy question sucks. for me. What sight? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I yeah. can't live without music. I couldn't live without music either, man. I would go crazy. I think I would absolutely go crazy. Yeah. Oh god, I would hate it. It'd be the scariest. It would be the. It would be the most like. I would just panic. But not being able to see. I mean, both are just. I think I would. I think I would be deaf. You would be deaf. Probably. Oh oh, oh no no sorry I mean blind. You would rather be blind. Yeah. Because I agree, music is too. Imagine Helen Keller; she she couldn't do both. She couldn't do either. Either. <laughs> Imagine Helen Keller; she could. Man, I'm still I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, we haven't been getting too much sleep. Actually, that's not true. The last couple of days, we actually got I got like 12, 14 hours, 15 hours of sleep or something like that. Mm. 
Yeah, my eyes are, uh, as it, well, like, while I'm sitting here, my eyes are like, I can feel how heavy they are. Well, keep drinking that coffee, man. Yeah. Keep drinking that Cafe Nero. Cafe Latte. Um, mm. All right, next question. This comes from uh, Manuel Briscoe at the man underscore UL. <laughs> I like that. The man UL. He asks, what's the biggest lesson you have learned from your 20s? I love this question. Yeah, me too. I think this is so rad because I've gone, dude, I've learned so many lately, man. I don't even... I don't even know if I have learned my biggest lesson yet, but yeah, well, you're you're just getting into your twenties. I am. I'm just getting into my and but I've already learned so much, yeah. dude. I can't. Oh, I love it. I've learned so much. I don't even. Okay, let me think. I think the lo biggest lesson I've learned about myself so far is is fuck. I don't know. I don't know, man. There's too many. It's hard to it's hard to it's hard to come up with on the spot. I think for me, it is uh, biggest lesson is um, learning how to learning how to just. Be yourself and, and and not not try so hard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I tried, that's, that's I tried a, that, really hard, and a lot of a lot of shit bothered me as a kid. That's a big twenties lesson right there. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of kids go through that. Yeah, there's so much crap that you go through as a kid, and it just doesn't matter. Uh -huh. You know, it just doesn't matter. But you, but but at that age, it's all that matters to you. Then, um, so yeah. Yeah, for a lot of kids, man. For me, I I, I never really went through that phase. No? No. I was pretty comfortable with myself. That's good. My entire life. Um, that's rare. I know. But that's great. But, like, lately, you know, like, I, I'll go through moments now where I'm not, you know, which is um, um, due to, like, just feeling shitty. Mm -hmm. You know, and then, like, if I'm, if I'm just, like, in a depressed state, I, I just, I just, uh, I'm just not confident. Which is, you know, interesting to go through because I usually am and, and it's, it, it just, I, I don't enjoy it, but I kind of, I don't hate it because it just makes me feel like just well-rounded, you know, and just, I just go through experiences. I, I, I don't know. But it's not, it's not definitely not fun not feeling confident. Right. My biggest realization in my 20s so far has probably been, for myself at least, is just like, I've realized how impulsive I am and how much I need to slow down and just be patient Patience huge. Just just be patient in life, dude, and, and like things will come, you know. Yeah, right. Just don't practice. force things. Don't force things. Just like know that like things take time, and mm -hmm. with everything, with healing, with drum practice, mm -hmm. with acting, with this podcast, everything, yeah. man, everything. Yeah. yeah, I tend to like. Yeah, you know, I'll get I'll get excited a lot of times, and I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll rush things, but yeah, it's really important, you know, in order to grow. You need time, right? Mm -hmm. We've been talking a lot about growth recently, too. Like our trip at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, so we went to Comic-Con. We just went to Comic-Con. So we've had a pretty intense couple weeks. Schnabel and I, what did we do before Comic-Con? Uh, we were we were just in L.A. for like a week. Is that what it was? we had just got back from Toronto. Is that what it was? Went from Toronto to L.A. to San Diego. And we did, our last podcast was in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um... So yeah, okay. So we just we just got back from from Comic Con, um, and every year I always say every year Comic Con is the best trip as a cast and as just as kind of my career. You know, it's the best job. It's the most fun job I I, I get to do. Um, it's it's it, extremely rewarding. Really is, and this trip especially though there were just 
good thing after good thing after fucking awesome, fun thing that happened. And, um, let's see, what the what was the first thing? So we got there. Okay, so cool. So we got there, and um, KTM Motorcycles, I've, I've established a relation, uh, relationship with them now. Uh, I've established a relationship with them now. Yeah. Okay, cool. That makes sense. <laughs> um, and... Uh, they were gracious enough to hook me up with a bike while I was in, in San Diego. So I got there, picked up this bike. This guy dropped off this bike to me, this really cool dude, Justin. Um, and then I was just riding it around all day. And I thought it was so much fucking fun. And then we parked on the roof. And so we had, and I, I just got this truck too. So I've got this bed, this big pickup, pickup bed truck. And I parked on the roof and I backed it up into the, to the, the overlook. And we had this great view of San Diego and just everything about that was just so perfect. And we would go there like every night and, and chill and wind down from all the crazy parties and just the, the work during the day. And it ended up being like a little after party hangout. Yeah. yeah. It was like a second, it's almost like a second room. It was. You know? It totally was. I remember we were, we, when we first arrived and we got there kind of late, it was like 1 a.m. And you're pulling into the parking garage and you're like, hey, should we park on the roof? And I remember thinking like, what benefit will we get from parking on the roof? Like, that's so far away. <laughs> we just kept driving up, and then we were, like, circling around, and then as soon as we got to the top, and then I'm being like, wow, this is this is freaking perfect. We had this beautiful skylight view, like, no one around, just we could do whatever we want. It was amazing. I loved it. I'm doing I, that I love, and, and then, and the, yeah. But you need a truck to really, really yeah, you, benefit you from kinda it. Yeah, you kind of do, you kind of do. Yeah. Um, and then everyone loved it. It wasn't just he and I, Tyler and I, that were up there. We brought all of our friends, and we had, like, little after parties. Mm -hmm. It was great. It was so much fun. Everyone loved it. And so, okay, so that was the first cool thing that happened. And then I had all these things to do. I was scheduled to do all this, this work and, and business and stuff like that, and I had a huge, hectic schedule. Um, but I knew it was going to be awesome. Yeah. So my first interview was, um, part of, uh, part of the, the Tonight Show with Conan, and I was being interviewed... Um, and I was playing video games in the interview, and then, like, maybe, what, 20 minutes into the interview, uh, Conan comes into the room, sits down, and is, like, screaming, and we're playing video games with each other, and it was just, it was like, I don't know, it was like a perfect Conan moment, you know? It was brilliant, it, it dude. Was, it was so, it was so cool. I mean, it was literally, it was everything I see Conan on TV. It was, it was, he was just him. He was, he was, like, saying sexual innuendos about me and him, and... <laughs> It was just loud, and it was uh, it was just a lot of fun. It was really cool, and and I really appreciated that. And I was it was so unexpected, and so I haven't even seen that footage yet. Oh, have I? I think I have. I think I have actually. You did? I think so. I want to see that. Um, I yeah, see I'll, it I'll find it. So that was great. And then God, and then I was I was hosting the Fandom Awards, and I'm sure I'm leaving stuff out because of just how great it was. And then it was just we were just around all of our friends. How was how was hosting for you? Oh, dude, hosting is it was so much fun. I loved it. I love it. And. Um, so they asked me to to host it, and, and when they asked me, I remember from last year, it was my first experience of the Fandom Awards last year at Comic-Con, 2014. Uh, it was my first experience of the Fandom Awards, and I didn't really know what they were. I'd never heard of them before then. And uh, when they asked me to host it, uh, I still didn't think that it was that big of a deal. I didn't think it was going to be so huge. Um, and so... I agreed to it and then had great conversations, creative conversations with the producers and came up with a lot of funny ideas for what I was going to do. And um, I was getting really excited for show day. And then we did rehearsals with Bella Thorne, and I thought that was great. You know, she and I meshed really well together. We got great chemistry. We fuck around the entire time on stage and just, you know, kids like seeing that. And we have a lot of fun. Yeah, dude, you guys had a blast. We really did. 
it's actually like like I've I've learned a lot watching you and being able to like follow you around, do all these little things with you. Uh, you you really just have a good time doing what you're doing, and you don't let the pressure of the job you know get in the way. No, um, not at all. and let your nerves take over. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. just you just have fun. Yeah, and it's so much easier. It's so much easier to to do all of this when you can just enjoy yourself and not not worry about it so much. That's the point I'm trying to get across to like the people. Yeah. To anybody. Yeah. Just have fucking fun. Whatever you're doing. Right. Whatever right. you're doing, have fun. I mean, it. but you know, I, I was doing a pretty extraordinary thing, you know. So it was there was a lot of fun stuff that happened that day. Right. Right. So the Phantom Awards, uh, I was hosting it with Bella Thorne, and then we had all these amazing fucking guests come on the show and come to stage and accept and present awards, and then these performances. Um, first was All Time Low, and it was, I mean, it, it, it ended up being the best night of my life because of, you know, this moment and the, just the whole night in general. It literally was like a dream come true for you, right? 100%. And, you know, I've talked about it on this podcast before. Where I've said my my fantasy is to have a band, one of my favorite bands, pull me up on stage and I and I sing a song with them or play an instrument, and that's literally what happened, man. And it was not planned, um, and I couldn't believe it, and I was shaking. I was literally shaking. And I, I haven't, I honestly have never. There's not a moment that I can recall that that was like that was that, that was that perfect for me, that cool. I was just so happy. So happy and Amazing. just like, man, so I, I can't, I can't, I can't think of a moment that I've had. It was perfect. It was so great, dude. Because everything in my life, everything I was doing at that moment, and then that just, that to top it off was just like, I, I, I fucking, and I remember afterwards I was like, I could die. I could die happy right now. It was great. It was fucking great. Um, and so, so the Phantom Awards were really cool. And then we had Flo Rider perform also. And uh, they just the Phantom Awards turned out to be a really really great night. Everyone was really appreciative of me and Bella's work. My favorite part, dude, like I loved, you would run back to the to the green room. Like so, while Tyler was up uh-huh. hosting on stage, there was this mini like almost like a like a mixer for, I guess people that were involved with the show and their plus ones. And uh, yeah. Tyler just farted, FYI. Yeah, thank you. Um, it was a nice one, by the way. It's gonna uh, smell like Indian food from last <laughs> night. So I was I was back I was backstage um, at this little mixer and they had TVs and stuff and we were all watching you and it was it was so much fun but you would like run backstage every once in a while when you had like a little break grab a drink yeah and but you'd just you be like you'd be so you'd just be so excited dude oh, you'd be like dude dude I love it so much fun I was on this cloud nine I was I was I was ecstatic dude I was the whole night it was just so much fun well think about it man I was around all my best friends oh, dude I can't imagine. You know, I was having the time of my life on stage. I was goofing around and be getting paid. Actually, I don't know if I got paid. <laughs> but still, you know, I was doing work, but I was having fun doing it. And of course. I, man, it was incredible. Loved it. And okay, so then after that, um, we partied with All Time Low. Like, uh, we were, I was texting them. I have Alex's number from uh, All Time Low. And he and I were texting. We were trying to meet up. And I was like, okay, I think we're going to this party. And he's like, let me know if I can get in. And then we ended up not being able to get in. And so I was like, okay, I think I'm going to this other place. And so we got to this place, and then randomly they were just there. It was their hotel that, that we went to. That's right. Yeah. Was it the Hard Rock? Yeah. No, 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 no. It was uh, something else. It sounded like an Asian name, like the Anna or Ain. Oh, right. The Anal Bead. Something like that. That's what it was called. <laughs> um, and so we were, we were, <laughs> uh, we were just at this, at this hotel party. <clears throat> and um, basically what Comic-Con is, is... Just day like a, like for for the talent and for like the people on TV shows who go, 
it's a bunch of work all day, and then you just get to let loose at these just insane, just fun, super chill parties. No egos, just everyone's just having a great time dancing, and, and so we were at one of these parties, um, and then all time low, there they are. And we're like, holy fuck, and so we're all meeting up, we hang out, and then um, we end up going to their hotel room, um, and they literally made us feel like one of them. You know how 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 comforting and yeah and it was li- it was literally just it felt like they were such hanging hosts. out with your friends it really did you know and that's when I, I'm sure they felt the same way man yeah and yeah. we just really hit it off and you know Alex and I have a little bit of history because he's done Wolf Watch before um, and so he and I have uh, got got, got kind of close then but this just kind of solidified our friendship you know all of us you me Jack and Alex and it was just so much fun and so we partied with them all night. Had literally a rock star night. Jack is the funniest human alive. Um, <laughs> it felt fucking great, dude. It just felt great fucking around and, and just not giving a shit and having security called on us. I just didn't care. We've been having some just crazy, awesome late nights. Yeah, just... Tyler and I have had some pretty epic, just like life-changing nights. And this was honestly life-changing for me. Yeah. And then we partied until like 5 in the morning, 4 in the morning, something like that. Yeah. Got an Uber, went back home to the hotel, did it again. Did it again the next day. Did it again the next day, and then the next day. It's literally I like I I would compare, con- going to Comic Con with you, <laughs> to going to Vegas for a week. <laughs> it can be it can be that that tack. You know, hey, that dude, I, I I had I had I partied way more at Comic Con than I did in Vegas. You did. I always do. I party way more. It's different, you know. It's a different. You're partying with. You know, I'm like it's. it's you're partying with the, your friends and people you you work with. Yeah, but Vegas is just like Vegas, kind of, Vegas is a place where, where you yeah. It's a lot, a lot it's dirtier. A little, it's a little dirty and just yeah. kind of gross. Comic Con was just so happy and it's just such yeah. a vacation. It's almost like paradise. Right. Uh, oh, I miss it. I can't wait for next year. Mm. What? Why did we start talking about Comic Con? That one question. What was the question? The question was. Uh, I don't remember. Wow. <laughs> But we got it, it all. Digress it all came from a, it all came from a question. Digress yeah. much? Um, yeah, great. That was a great trip. Okay, so let me. Uh, great trip. So let's transition into a new song. Sure. Here today Take we here. are going to be playing. Um, the next one I think we should play is uh, the the hippocampus. Hippocampus. So we found this is another band. So we did this thing. Tyler and I did this thing. Um, what a couple weeks ago, a month ago. Where we where we wanted um, we tweeted it out. I think it was uh, during when we were in Toronto, actually. Yeah, exactly. And we tweeted out, "Hey, any any bands undiscovered or not very popular, or just want to get uh, featured on our podcast?" You know, we yeah. just I really want to feature bands because, like, I would love that if I was a band. Oh, I think my computer just died. Um, Here, that's not the cable. It's in my backpack somewhere. I would love it if I was a band and. Um, I was unsigned and, and wanted some attention and this podcast, this really cool podcast with these really <laughs> two really cool guys, you know, host it, um, play my music, I would, I would freak the fuck out. And so I'm hoping to make that happen, um, in one way or another, you know, and I just, I just love good music and, and just want to keep playing and posting music. So, um... We asked the fans and anybody, uh, if there were any, even any bands on Twitter, um, to send us their stuff and send us their info and use the hashtag raw music or something like that. Can't remember. Um, and so we got a bunch of great bands and we did. And that's that's how we found 3PM actually. 
And um, that's how we actually found the rest of these people. And the rest of the play. bands that we're going to be playing for uh, the show, that's how we found all these bands. And so this band is called Hippocampus. And they appeal to us immediately because of their silly ass name. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was really funny. Um, and so we looked them up, and uh, you know they fit very much into um, this indie, very very fun, just great, just yeah, energetic indie, Coachella rock. vibe. You know they're really good. Oh my god, yeah, they're amazing. I can't wait um, for you guys to hear these guys. Um, so this song is called, uh, uh, called? Souls. 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 Okay, cool. Um, let me see. Where where do I find? Can I find them on this radio app? It's, thing? it's already yeah. Oh, you already have them. Oh, there it goes. Wow, you're a genius. Tyler Schnabel's a genius, everybody. By the way, thank you. With technology, if if you ever need him to fix an iPhone, or <laughs> iPhone, Apple Watch, any Apple product, I'm I your gonna, man. I was gonna say something else. I'm your. What were you to say? Plug a pooter. Plug a pooter. <laughs> Might be my new business name. <laughs> That's on your business card. Yeah. Want me to fix your Apple Watch? Plug your booter? <laughs> Give me a call. Okay, so this is um, Souls by Hippocampus. Enjoy. Oh. <laughs> I did that wrong. Just press play. <laughs> Hold on. Where'd it go? There it is. Oh, God. It... Oh, shit. Here we go. Souls by Hippocampus. Campus, ladies and gentlemen, that was the hippocampus. Big hippocampus. Big, big hippo on campus. What is a hippocampus? Yo, you don't know? I'm asking you if you know. You don't know? I think I know. It's something in your brain. Wait, are you serious? Part like of your brain. Like a medulla oblongata? 
the hippocampus. Yeah, I think so. Let me. Uh, I'm actually gonna look it up. But it's spelled. It's spelled like the animal and the uh, school facility yard. Right. Thing. They are not the full word. They're like hippo. Hippo like the the animal campus the school. Hippocampusband.com is their website, which I'm on it right now. Yeah, if you guys love their music like we did, please support and love them because uh, I think they deserve it. I think they're really fucking good. Yeah, they're really, really great. I'm trying to see what they got going on right now. looks like they're... Oh, it looks like they're going to be... No? I can't tell. Well, it looks like, yeah, it looks like they they got some, some tours coming up. Are they playing in L.A. anytime soon? I don't know. What's the date? Today's the 23rd. So they're playing in Boston on the 8th of August. August. Okay, guys, there it is. And then, Anyone in Boston, please yeah. go. Then Burlington, Ohio. They got a nice little nice little tour. You know what I miss, Tyler? What? Well, I think it's the first time I've ever called you Tyler. Yeah, you never call me Tyler. I miss uh, I weird. miss doing the podcast at home. Oh, at home? In, yeah. your, in your room? Just, just I, mean, I miss, I miss studio. having a more like professional setup. You yeah, know? I yeah, miss, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is fun, you know, doing yeah. out on the road. Yeah. And, no, I agree. I agree. But I do, I do, I do miss the. I miss the mics. And, and the I miss mics the mics and, and and the beer and, the, yeah. and being able to play the music loud. Yeah. Wait, and and yeah, I just hate doing it in a hotel. I just feel like people are listening to us. Yeah. And security's calling me. <laughs> um, what? It's, it's, uh, it's very different. What? Um, Oh shit! I forgot what I was gonna say. What 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 did we do for the third episode? I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, I can't third remember. Third episode was in Portland. We filmed. We recorded it in Portland. We did. Didn't we do a cast in Portland? Oh, I know. Was that we did it in New York? Oh, that was the third. So that's what I'm saying. It's this is our third one. We've done more casts on, on the road yeah. than we have yeah. at home. That's right. I miss it. We so got so we, we got to do one. We, we, we did. Did we do two in your? Did we do two in your? We did one home? in New York. Yeah, we did the first two at home, one in New York, one in Toronto, one here. Wow. Crazy, right? I mean, it's kind of cool that we're a traveling podcast, but I, I want to go home for a little while. Yeah, me I'm too. I'm homesick. Um, okay, let's, answer, let's answer episode, some more questions. Episode six should be. Oh, yeah. Episode yeah. six will be. Yeah. Let's answer some more questions. Cool. Very, very cool. Well, so yeah, you, there's there's Hippocampus. Ladies hippocampus, and if, you, if you like Hippocampus, they have their debut EP called Bashful Creatures, and that is available now. So go check out Bashful Creatures. All right, so back to some questions. Back to some questions. Oh, and uh, let me to reiterate. Um, any bands out there that's listening and want your music featured, please use, what is it, hashtag raw music? Raw music. Please use hashtag raw music um, on Twitter, and we will check you guys out and play the shit out of you and introduce you to some cool kids. So there it is. Here's a question and for then you. make And then let me be in your band. <laughs> Yeah, that is a that is a requirement. Yeah, I have to. Tyler Posey <laughs> has to be in your band. <laughs> uh, and I just I just have to get uh, uh, tickets to every concert. Yeah, exactly. Front 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 <laughs> front front. Uh, Tyler, favorite what? city, and where do you see yourself living? I think the fa- my favorite city I've been to is probably Sydney, Australia. Is that a Sydney? Is, is it? It's totally a city. <laughs> it's a city. It's a Sydney. Um, is I that love a Sydney? It. It's my favorite. My favorite place. Sydney is city. Definitely favorite place I've been to. Um, I also love Toronto, though. Shit. I don't know, man. I don't know where I. I, I kind of like living where I am now. San Diego. I think the three places I would live is either San Diego, ideal would be San Diego, Toronto, or Australia, Sydney. I really would like to check out Sydney sometime. Oh man, you would never come back, bro. I really love London, dude. 
I really it's love this city. It's way different here than in, in Australia. In Sydney, it's completely different. I feel like I could live here. I feel like I could live here for a year. I could see you living here. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't do all this partying, though. This is, this is you know, it's just a little phase because we're traveling, but... Yeah, we've probably been partying a lot. <laughs> huh? You've been partying a lot. But I just, I just love it. I just really love the atmosphere here. I think it's cool. But, um, no, I don't know. I... I I'm not sure really where I see myself. I, I, I honestly love living in L.A. Yeah. That's, I think it's, it's a good really home base. Because that's, that's how it is. That's like a, Studio City, you know? Yeah. It's just a cute little neighborhood, cute little suburbs just outside of the city. Yeah. I think it's, it's perfect. I think it's perfect for any place any place for us to live. That was asked by uh, Styles Rena, by the way. Ooh, Styles Rena. Styles Rena. Ooh, a little Team Wolf reference right there. Is that a ship? Rena? Ballerina? Ballerina. Styles the Ballerina. Styles the Ballerina. Um, next question. This is by, uh, Heather Yates at Heather Yates underscore. Did you guys know you wanted to be actors as children? Ooh, good question. This is a good question. I love this one. What about you? Did you? Uh, yes. When I was, it all started when I was five years old. Wow. That's crazy. That's, that's when my career started. Not Mm -hmm. start, not career, but like, that's when I got into my endeavors also. Well, tell tell me your story. My story is, is pretty simple. My dad is an actor and a writer and, and took me to an audition at five years old and hated it. And then I think I went back to him like a year later and said, let me try it again. And then pretty much ever since then, you know, I, I worked my way up. I, I, got, I started working on commercials. And then, but I know, I, I don't know if I ever wanted to be an actor. I don't know. I don't know. I I, my, da- my dad would babysit me and I would sit on set for hours and I'd be fine and be really interested in everything. But I was a kid. I was like four or five, you know, mm-hmm. so I... I, didn't, I, didn't, I just feel like I didn't have the wherewithal to know what the fuck was going on. Right. But, um, so, I've been acting for as long as I can remember, so I don't even know if there was a point where I never wanted, I, 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 don't, I don't know if I, if I wanted to. What it's do you think made you want thing. to do that audition again? I don't know. I was too young. And I don't even know if that story's accurate. That's just what my dad says. Huh. He says that I came back to him and was like, let me try this again, but I don't know if that's true. I think that'd be cool if that were true. It would be cool. Yeah. I like believing it. Yeah. For me, I was, uh, my mom took me to go see this movie called The Mask. Oh, with James. Uh, yeah, little James Jim, Carrey. Jimmy, Jimmy James, Jim, Jim Carrey. My who who he is like my one of my biggest uh, role models in life. Uh, despite how crazy he's become, um, but yeah, uh, saw the movie The Mask, and I remember sitting in that theater and like watching him up there on the big screen, and and just being like, just amazed, and and confused and in awe and just like I remember asking my mom after that and be like so like you can do that for a living you can this is this is a job and it, and it was all starting to like come together wow, bro. and I remember at that age like coming out of the theater just like literally being inspired and, and being like this is what I want to do with my life I want to cool. do what he's doing that looks so much fun I love that you remember the exact moment I think that's so cool and look at you now man I know you're here you're, it's happy, cool. you're doing it well dude it's just like you know I've been I've been pers- persistent. I've I've known for a really long time what I what it is I've wanted, and I've just stuck to that goal. And uh, I, I've I've done everything that I've needed to do to get there. And you know, I I, t- I talk to a lot of people, and you know, I think knowing knowing what you want to do at an, at a young age or early on in life that I think that alone is like a gift, because yeah, I, I know like. Being in high school and even college, there were some senior. There were some seniors I, I went to school with who just were like, "Hey, graduation! You know what's next?" And they're like, "I don't know. I don't know." Dude, I know kids my age who who don't know what they're doing yet. 
Yeah, I mean, like that—that's got to be so tough. Yeah, I'm sure to not know. It it weighs on you sooner or later, man. Yeah, I bet. It's crazy. I bet. Um, so I just feel I just feel really lucky that I was able to you know have that have that moment in my life that kind of where everything clicked. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like yeah. What else would you do, man? What else would you do? What else would I? I would probably be be into music. I could see myself being that's, a, that's being a producer from for for music or or being a a, a manager for for bands. Dude, my stepdad actually he. My stepdad got me into music. He managed, um, he was a band manager, and he managed this band called what? The Hooters, like way back, way, way back when. That's cool, I didn't know that. Yeah, and um, and yeah, and so when I was a kid, he would take me to all these, like, all these shows for all, the, all these bands that he managed, wow. and uh, that's, when I, that's when I really got into the concert scene. Oh, fun. Yeah. That's great, dude. What a cool story. I didn't uh-huh. know that. And I think the other reason I'm really into music is because as a kid, my mom... And, and my stepdad, they would play music every night, like after dinner, and we would just dance around in our underwear. Oh, my family was huge into music, man. Right, that must be why we're so into it. Yeah, right? yeah, because you hear it as a and kid, they, and they had great taste too. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. it. Was, Are, what, we got any other questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Tyler's looking fly right now with some Nike. I don't think they're called Roches or Roches. Yeah, Tyler hooked me up. I introduced you, fat. I was. We were walking around, mm-hmm. and I had these these Sanooks, which I love. I love Sanooks. Um, they're so comfortable, but they were looking but so they, homeless, dude. Yeah, dude. These, I mean, these are my set shoes. I wear them every day at work. You were looking, but your sex or set shoes? Set shoes. Just to clarify, and they're just they're just. Ragged. He said set, not sex. Uh, you I don't have wear sex with these shoes. Do you? Do you wear set? Do you have sex? Do you wear the sex shoes? <laughs> do you wear sex with the shoes? I wear sex with the shoes. Um. Yeah. Next question. Uh, this is by, man. Let's see, I may have to find, I may have to find uh, some more. I didn't favor it enough. Just go, yeah, just go to our missions. Yeah. Well, how about this? What's your, f- this is by Cade, Tipo's Army. Oh, Cade, my buddy. You know Cade, Cade talked to us on our first podcast. He did, yeah, we yeah. called Cade. Shout out to Cade again. What up? Um, what's your favorite feature from the Apple Watch? Cool question. I, know I What is it? Getting text. Yeah, I was going to say, same thing, getting text or navigation, because when I'm on my motorcycle... It's really easy just to look at my wrist mm-hmm. rather than like pull my phone out, which I've done before mm-hmm. on my motorcycle, which is dangerous. But uh, just grab, put, looking at my wrist, seeing a text, and it's perfect. It's perfect. I feel like it was made for motorcycles. It's great, and I think using it, I, I love using it as a remote too for my my music. Apple system. TV too. The Apple TV. Have you used it with the, the Apple TV? Yeah, it's great, dude. Really? Oh, uh-huh, it's really cool. You can like pause and stuff. Uh huh. That's kind of cool. It's really yeah. Cool. It's just a great little remote. It's just uh-huh. a, it's just the future. I love that thing. Speaking of the future, next question. This is by Helly at August, August Us Okay. She says... August, that's okay? August Us Okay. Us Okay. She, she says, what do you predict will be the next great invention? And I think it is going to be this, uh, this virtual reality stuff that's going Dude, on. Dude, I was going to say virtual reality porn. Virtual reality porn in general, yeah. Yeah, this is that's the next, the next big thing. Big. Okay, so adventure. hold on, hold on. Did I tell you about the thing I did in Comic Con? <laughs> no. Oh shit! Wait, wait, wait. Was it the ver- Morpheus? Okay, you, so you tried it, homie. I didn't tell Why you. Why didn't you tell me this? Oh, I didn't tell Dude, you. Dude, I wanted to try it so bad. Ty, you have no homie. Oh, it was the best thing I've ever done. What was the? What was so, the, the? So I went to the. So I'm, uh, I, Zach Levi, um, who's, uh, what shit? What show was he on? Um, Hold on, let me do a Google real oh quick. Oh my God, I'm a fucking idiot. Well, Zach Levi, he's a big part of Comic-Con, and he always throws these great parties, and um, and 
he invited me to help him with this charity thing. And this charity is a great cause. It's called Smiles for Smiles. Um, yeah, no, 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 what the fuck? Um, and it's called, <laughs> it's called Smiles for Smiles. And, and these kids in, in other countries are born with these hair lips and cleft lips. And it basically, uh, they earn enough money to get a doctor and, and fix them. It's a great cause. Um, but I was waiting to do this thing, and they had this waiting room, this green room for all, for all the talent and everybody. And they had this thing by PlayStation called the Morpheus. And what it is, it's basically the Oculus Rift, only it's for the PlayStation. And so you put this thing over your, your eyes, you know, and so it's, you, you're completely covered. And then you have these headphones. And you, when, when they put that thing on your eyes, man, you are in this other world. Like you're, it's like a loading page. Because um, it's just a prototype. It's not like it wasn't. It's it like literally your whole vision. Is yeah, oh yeah, like... yeah, dude. You look, you look everywhere, and there's just, just, it's just everywhere. There's just space, just empty space, and it's weird. And then you have, um, you know, those PlayStation controls with the balls on the end, the colorful balls, it's the colorful balls, PlayStation remotes, PlayStation. Yes, remotes. yes. You have two of those, and they act as your hands. And you look down, and it's your hands. And dude, it is fucking crazy. And so the game was. What? There were two demos. The first demo was that you're sitting in a car, you're in London, I think, and there's a, there's a driver, and then his motorcycle comes up right next to you, and then he starts shooting at you, and you have to open the glove box, pull out a gun, grab a magazine, load it, and you're just, dude, you're shooting, and it is the cool, and you're looking at the driver, and he's looking at you in the headphones, and it is weird. It's like, you can touch him, too. It's bizarre. No way, dude. It is, it, and, it, and you are so immersed in this world, and, uh... The Morpheus, I think it's coming out in 2016. Anybody who's paying attention to that thing, and so is Oculus Rift. Morpheus and Oculus Rift are both. I think are both coming out next year. That Morpheus though was the coolest Ooh. thing I've, I've never done. The Oculus Rift. Dude, it Rift. scares me, man. Have you ever seen the movie Lawnmower Man? No. Oh, we're gonna have to watch it. It's this creepy sci-fi film. It's literally about virtual reality and how this guy just gets so into it and he like goes into the mainframe of the computer cool. and just digitizes himself. It's crazy. I mean, that's basically what it is. Man. Dude, it was great. I think, I think that'll be the next great invention. Something, something yeah, along those lines. Yeah. Fuck, it's incredible. That's, our, that's the interesting. I don't know. That's technically already invented. So what's, Like playing on stage, like playing on invention? stage with a band. You just have like experiences. Oh. Or go skydiving. Or go skydiving. Fuck. No, you wouldn't need you to. You have to stand. You'd just be standing skydiving. What's the next question? What's a good, what's another good question? <laughs> I want to play, uh, I want to play one more. Want to play a song? But before, before our closing song. You want to play a song before a question? No, let's, let's ask one more question. All right. All right. God, that, that Morpheus thing is too much. I can't believe I didn't tell you about it. Yeah, and really, then, really and really then there's cool. another one where you're standing up, and you have to, like, bend behind this table, and I, like, lost my balance at one point because I had to, like, lean forward to grab something, and I, it, it was really weird. And the headphones. When they put the headphones on, you just, you just you're in this world. Oh, God, it's great. Um... How did you two come up with the idea to do a podcast? Was it individually thought up or du dually? That was from Tina at Team Team Wolfie S O K. S O K. Um, yeah, that was. Didn't she? Deal. Didn't she just ask that? Didn't she ask another question? S O K. Team Team Wolfie S O K. No, that was that was someone else. Oh. Um, yeah, it was my it was my I it was my idea. I had been I don't know I don't know when I decided to Oh, I think I do. Um Jason Ellis. Who actually I want to talk about in a little bit because I'm gonna be in a fight. Oh yeah The fight the fight is Perfect. coming up and I've already trained. Um I had I've had one training session and it went as well as a training session would go from somebody who's never boxed before. Um I can't believe we're already at fifty seven minutes. I know, we're almost there. Holy crap. Um and so Jason Ellis has this radio show on, on Sirius Radio on Faction. Um, 
and it's it's just fucking great. I love it, and it's really inspired me to to want to do that, to di- dive into that world, that hosting world, and radio hosting, and being a, a, a radio personality. And I wanted to I wanted to build my way up to it, and that's what I'm doing. You there know, you have right, it. right now, right now, I was like, okay, well, where do I start from? Podcast. That's 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 the, great. That's, way that's ground. That's ground zero right there. That's, mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm doing, and that's basically what it is. And I also got inspired by Kevin Smith, and I was like, okay, I just got to do this. And I want to, I want to, I want to be out there. I want to speak. I want my words to be heard. You know, I want, I want to spread me <laughs> across the world. You know, I feel like, I feel like I'm gonna do good things, and I want people to take recognition of it. Um, but not in a cocky way, you know. Just, just, just fucking. So much cock in this room. So right much now, cock dude. in the room. Right now. Just flinging it around. <laughs> um, Oh, you so your fight, Jason Nelson. Oh, so that's fight. that's that's how the podcast got started. Um, and so there's a fight. You know, there's a, I'm I'm having a fight. I'm going to be in a fight on October 10th. Can't believe I'm, it. I'm fighting uh, Jason Ellis's co-host Michael Tully, and um, I think this is kind of inspiring because I am fucking not ready. Like, dude, there's no I'm I can't I can't even I get so nervous thinking about that I'm going to be in a ring in front of I don't dude, know I'm nervous. People. Hundreds of people, and I'm gonna be fight. I'm literally gonna be fighting somebody. I've never, I've never once thrown a punch at somebody's head before. Yeah, dude. If you're not, you're not nervous for that. I'm nervous. I'm nervous, but I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna say fuck it. I'm just gonna do it. Well, yeah, because I'm not, I'm not ready. I mean, but you can train. Yeah, I know, but like, I'm never gonna be ready. You know, like, like, like mentally, like prepared. I'm never gonna be like, okay, here we go. I'm, I'm gonna step in the ring and feel confident. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. I think if you trained enough, you might get there. Yeah, I don't think it's about Unless the training. Though. It's, it's, it's my first fight, you know. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it's about training. I don't think I don't think any amount of training will make me feel not nervous. So I'm never really going to be 100 percent ready. So I'm just going to do it, you know. And so that's what I'm that's I'm showing people, you know, fuck it, just go fucking do it. I never I got I got an opportunity to be in a fight. Some great advice. Just hey, just just it. fuck it, go, go fight. Just go fight. <laughs> just, just just do it. I've never once been in a fight. Neither have I. Yeah. yeah. So that's. That's a big deal. Okay, what other songs do we got? We well, have two more, um, I think, right? We have two more. Let's do them. We're going over an hour? All yeah. Right. So this song is by this band called Coin. Oh, this is a great song. So now what's this the... Is, this is another uh, band that was brought to our attention through Twitter. Yeah, what's, uh, Coin, what's Coin's deal? Coin's deal, it's capitals, all capitals, C-O-I-N. Here it is, Coin. Coin. This is Coin.com. Debut album. It's self-titled. In that, the self-titled album called Coin, um, <laughs> and you can get you can get it on iTunes. Uh, it's, oh, they also have vinyl, That's and great. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. So yeah, we're, let's play some Coin. Yeah, let's play some Coin. What's the song called? Um, the song is called Fingers Crossed. All right, this is Coin. Fingers crossed.
was coined. What was the song called again? That was great. Uh, that was called Fingers Crossed. Yeah, that was a really cool song. They're from what's, Nashville. What's their debut album called? It's called Coin. Oh, yeah. Self-titled. Self-titled. Um, yeah, check those guys out. That's another band that I feel like is going to be huge. Oh, yeah. They've got a, some great uh, great, great tune, great rhythm. Um, I can definitely see a bunch of people dancing to that song. Yeah. Like, if they play that song in concert, I can just, oh, everyone's just going wild. Yeah, I want to I see what, they are, what they're like live. I wonder what their stage presence is oh, like. Oh, wild. Um, so... What's going on in our lives, Schnabel? We've got some good stuff. We've had some really, really, really great things happen to this us. This has been an amazing summer. Dude. It really has. It's been it's been a really, really great. Jesus, the best summer. I think the best summer yeah. of our lives. Yeah. Um, just so much. Yeah, just, it's not even over. I, I, I still got trips coming up. Yeah. So do I. I'm flying out to uh, Rhode Island. In yeah. What are you a doing in Rhode Island? I'm working on this little Kickstarter film. Um, it's great. It's these two these two kids with Down syndrome, and they are inspired filmmakers, and uh, they're doing a documentary slash uh, short film, and uh, I'm gonna be in it, and I'm really excited. And so I'm just gonna cool, man. fly out for a day, and I'm gonna be. All I know is that I'm doing this scene. It's like a spring break uh, spring break party. It's a zombie movie, right? It's gonna be yeah. It's like this outrageous teen zombie film. Oh God! And they wrote it. Uh, yeah, so cool. They wrote it, and they're doing documentary right. on them. What a, what a cool it. experience that's gonna I, be! Man. I know, I can't wait. I can't wait to meet these guys. That's uh, if, if you're interested, just just go to. If anyone's listening, um, of course you're listening. But <laughs> <laughs> if you want to learn more about this project, just um, to our sole listener, look up uh, look up um, Sam and Maddie make a zombie movie. Um, and then I've got some, I got some pretty cool new ventures coming out soon too. Um, I'm about to travel once I get back from. London, I'm traveling immediately um, to film this new TV show that's put on by Ryan Seacrest and Fox called Knock Knock Live. And it's basically um, a makeover home edition kind type show where we knock on people's doors and surprise them with various awesome things. Like David Beckham just did one. Um, and he surprised his family with seven iPhones, new iPhones, 10 years paid plan. Um, and a hundred thousand dollars. Whoa! And you know these are people that I think you know they put in the sh- submissions. They have these really, you know, some emotional stories, and um, and they're uh, really grateful for these for these things that we do. And I'm, I'm glad, really happy to be a part of it, man. Seriously, that's good. It's incredible. And so what yeah, a cool I'm, 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 a, I'm a co-host. Um, I'm going to be traveling uh, the states, doing these various uh, things, knocking on people's doors, and. Hooking them up with really cool stuff, um, and it's a really, it's just a fee, real good feel good show, you know. And it's kind of, I was having conversation with the producers, lots of conversation about like the creative and, and kind of what it's going to be like. And I'm going to have a lot of freedom to do my own thing, which I'm really excited about because I think I'm going to bring a lot to this type of world, this type of show, um, just because how genuine I take I take things, you know, and approach things. Um, so um, I'm really excited to be part of this, and I, I just feel like this is going to be. The new this is the new generation of hosting like the new generation of like it's just it's gonna be different I feel like I really cool. do I very really cool. feel like it's gonna be like a good show and can't wait very happy to be part of it yeah so knock knock live on Fox um, and that shows did the show already air like for stuff it did the pilot it did yeah, yeah the other day um, and uh, what else what else is going on in our lives we got podcast uh, well, Tyler and I are, up soon. are still working on our on our movie yeah we haven't even I haven't even brought that up. Ever? Ever. To really? the public, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe should we save that? Uh, we, don't, we don't have to get into too much detail, but yeah, Tyler and I are, I wrote a film, and Tyler and I are trying to produce it. 
Yeah. Um, not, not, not really trying. We're kind of making it happen. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to try Slowly to shoot a scene. Slowly from the ground up. Uh-huh. It's great. It's, it's really it's fun. really good experience. We're having a really good time. And uh, we're going to shoot a scene from it, um, hopefully before Teen Wolf starts back up. Uh, and uh, With the help of some, uh, some of our really good friends. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, as time goes on, you guys will get more glimpses of yeah. this project. It's but just so right early. now, it's just so early, and we, we're trying to keep it under wraps. So, um, but it's exciting stuff. Very exciting. Um... So um, cool, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's finish up with a really good band that um, another band that was brought to our attention, but coincidentally, Schnabel knew the band. Um, yeah, I had heard of this band. So already. he he already he had already heard of them, which I thought was great. So we were like, oh, it's perfect. We have to play them for our last song. Um, what are they called again? They're called Paper Kites. Parade of Lights. Parade of Lights. Yeah. And their song is called. Their song is called We're. We're, kids. But they have another one, don't they? What's the other song called that we were listening to? There's another song okay. um, called Feeling Electric. Right, okay. Yeah. So yeah, this is um, Parade of Lights. and uh, We're signing off too, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Wow. So this is episode five. I think we, we said we wanted ten episodes, huh? This is our, this yeah. is our, mid, our, yeah. mid, our mid-season. Our goal was ten for season one. Our goal was ten for season one, so this is our mid-season show yeah. episode how about that so it's there you go guys there you go this um thank you for being a part of doing it raw for five episodes uh we're still working out the kinks and kind of figuring out what we're all about but i think each episode we're, we're getting better and better and figuring out the structure and you know i think um i think we've got some good stuff to say and and uh this has been a very mellow cast i think this is our most mellow cast it is pretty mellow you know it's pretty I, mellow and considering what, what we just been through you know, like, I know we've been we've been on cloud 11 for the past fucking two weeks we have been yeah so maybe we needed to mellow out a little bit i think so i think so um but yeah thanks for thanks for listening guys yeah thanks um, for being there this is super fun and uh thanks for all the bands and all the questions yeah keep them coming because um, we, we we love music yeah it's been great i hope you enjoyed the music so without further ado here is we're the kids by parade of lights Future home.